3: Hey, everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by SockWab Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, International Warring Author Mia of the missing, available on Amazon and paperback and book. We're here with a terrific lady who's the author and founder of the Wind Foundations, of the 501c3 nonprofit. Parliament, and also her right living has been taught in over 60 countries. She's also been involved in uh, reclaiming the. Transformation Travel TV, and also the uh, creator of uh, the International Feminine uh, Boss Ascendance. So we'll talk about that. And uh, she has a new book out, which is called narctionary the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Dictionary. Of course, it's covering, a uh, documenting 30 years experience in abuse recovery, beginning with her own traumatic journey. And we'll talk about that, of course, highlighting a number of uh, things and uh, some words you may not even think about. And live, ladies and gentlemen, of Plus Studios in beautiful downtown Orange County, the amazing author and also the founder of the Wynn Foundation and her new book, Narctionary, the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Dictionary. Ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Dr. Tracy Campbell. Dr. Tracy, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thanks for joining us today.
4: Oh, thank you for having me, Mike. I'm excited to be here.
3: Well, it's great to have you on board, Doctor Tracy. So you're an author and the found, and the founder of the Wind Foundation, which is a 501c3 nonprofit, specializing um, in programs of of recovery and empowerment. You also have your your Rate right Living has been taught in over 60 countries. You're also involved in reclaiming new transformational travel TV and the creator of International Feminine um, Boss Academy. And also, you have a new book documenting 30 years of um, experience in abuse recovery, beginning with your own. And you have a new book called Narctionary, the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Dictionary. I have about 350 words and something you may not want to use Scrabble for. And before getting into all that, Dr. Tracy, tell us how you first got started.
4: Oh, goodness. Well, I like I said, I've been in the... In the recovery industry for thirty years, and of course, you know, I I began my journey into the recovery world because I had to rescue myself from myself. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, it's it's just a heart and passion of mine to help people get to what I call the memos from normal land to figure out how to do this thing called life, because. Mm It can be such a, an amazing journey, but if we don't have the right tools, it cannot feel like an amazing journey. So I'm just committed my life to making sure people get tools of empowerment in their hands.
3: Mm-hmm. And certainly do as well too. And was well that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for us, your career?
4: Oh, I think that it was, it, it was a combination of many moments. Uh, I think that one of those moments stemmed from deep pain and uh, you know they say that the intolerance of your today is what creates your tomorrow, and I just reached that that point where I I just I either had to do something different or I was going to check out, and I found a different way to live, a different way to think, a different way to love, and including me and in the myself in the in the love journey. And that was a game changer for me. And I, all of my programs of empowerment and recovery are, are based in on a steely foundation of, of self-love, which it sounds kind of dichotomous working in the world of narcissistic abuse recovery saying, wait a minute, you're healing narcissistic abuse recovery with the formula of, of self-love? And I'm like, yes, yeah, because the difference between narcissistic love and healthy love is that those of us who operate in healthy love, we have a sense of self value and self love for ourselves. Where somebody who suffers from narcissism has more of a self lover um, effect on themselves.
3: Mm-hmm. And of course, I was thinking about self love as well too, and maybe your your uh, your definition of that. There's people who are taking self love almost like to um to it to an insane level, and self love also gets twisted around, especially in today's social media.
4: Right. Well, self-love is not narcissistic. And so if somebody is operating, you know, self-love is the value for yourself. It's understanding. It's it's taking up your own space without apology. It's it, it's not needing uh, – actually, it's not needing other people's approval or recognition of you to have value for yourself, where it, self-love is something that lives within yourself. And, and I think that the other stuff, uh, self-loverism – Uh, is is based on the external acceptance of other people. And even though people might kick and scream and say, I don't need anybody else's uh, two cents on me. Well, then why are you posting that to get your approval?
3: (laughs) Or post on social media with all these memes on there too, you know, independent, hear me roar and all that stuff. And I remember a a, a cartoon on there. He goes, yo, I'm an independent woman. Exactly.
4: Exactly.
3: Oh mm, my gosh! Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting world we live in too. You also wrote some books. uh besides Nuptianaire, you also wrote uh, "How Not to Care What People Think," "The Courage to Say No More," "Empowerment is Sexy," "Don't Touch My Tiara," and um, where are some of your favorite authors, writers, and um, growing up and uh, how'd you first uh, get involved with writing?
4: Oh my gosh, I I think I've always been uh, I ever since I was little, I the the concept of writing. I, I, I'm somebody who can much more easily express myself in the written word than in the verbal word. Um, of course, you know, uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, I love her. Uh, she's a great writer. I like a lot of self-help writers. I like a lot of the older writers, um, the older pieces of work, I should say. And, uh, so I, I just always felt that, 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 um expressing myself through written word I'm I'm much more uninhibited it's Mm -hmm. just I'm much more bold on paper and you know when I when I speak and uh, publicly I tend to have a filter I think about what I say where when I write it just it just comes out and uh, expresses itself in exciting ways hopefully
3: Mm hmm. And, and uh, how often you keep a journal and uh, how long you been journaling as well, too, because some people are into that and writing memoirs and everything else. And I've had a uh, guest on which, you know, specializes in memoirs. And how long you've been, uh, been been journaling on this?
4: Well, my first book, The Courage to Say, I've always been a journal keeper, like my whole life. Um, It just helped organize my thoughts and bring me to points of clarity. But my first book, The Courage to Say No More, was written uh, based on my journals. And I was really glad at that time because when I sat down to write that book, and that was probably my first phase of ending um, abusive cycles in my life, is that because I had made so much healing progress, you forget the depths of you of where you used to be. You know, that's kind of like the anesthesia of the brain that it doesn't want to remember trauma. Mm-hmm. But the difficult thing about, about having those journals at my fingertips was that I was able to open up the my own soul found in my writings and be able to reference back to to my very uh wounded weak moments and be able to have a voice of healing based on where i was at that time which the reason that that's effective is it meets it meets people where they are at Mm -hmm. the point of their sufferance
3: Mm -hmm. and he also went on to write some other books like how not to kill what people think and uh also, um, empowerment is sexy, and don't touch me, t- my tiara. And you can uh, briefly touch on those.
4: Oh, let's see. How not to care what people think is is such an important book. It's a very simple read. There, the four principles that all of us need to know about how to untether ourselves from the approval of others. And I really believe that we, when we have to reach a point of, uh, that book is really based on. Finding authentic love in life and how we need to be able to show up in our authentic self and not be afraid whether or not somebody likes that or approves of it or doesn't approve of it. When It, it teaches you the skills on how to show up as, as your authentic self, trusting in the journey that when you show up in your authentic self, the people who authentically love you will show up also.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: There's also been some confusion about uh, authentic self on social media. See, you know, I spoke pictures on Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, and everything else, you know, you know, claim to be authentic self, but there's also some questions about authentic self. And of course, there's also another thing that came up is like, you know, imposter syndrome. That's been a big one.
4: Well, imposter syndrome is, that's something that you see a lot in, in people who are in the self-help industry. And it's when they they struggle with thinking if they're enough do are they really the right person to be leading the troops to be the guru, to be the the go-to person in recovery? And you know, I, I struggle with that a little bit uh, because because I think as an artist, you know, your strengths, you know, what you're, what you're talented at, but you're always, because you're an artist looking to become better and more creative and more expressive. And for that angle of saying like, is this, is this my best work possible? Am I, am I bringing everything to the table? Am I leaving everything on the floor and and giving everything that I have? Then if, when you question yourself, that's, that, that's kind of the the lane that imposter syndrome um is is meant to describe. My biggest concern is that over the years, I have my PhD in psychology, and uh, and I've spent thirty years learning the the self help industry. and And my biggest concern that I see out there, and I've been also the recipient of it, is people who take minimal training or have minimal life experiences, suddenly they want to be your guru and they want to show you the way, the truth and the light.
0: <laughs> recovery.
4: And, and I just want to, you know, warn people that you're dealing with somebody's life and their livelihood if you're taking money for this. So there, there's no necessarily um, coaching Um, police out there but make sure that when you sign up that you know you find out what that person's history is before you invest your time and your resources into um, having somebody guide you because they may be an imposter (laughs) not suffering from the syndrome though if that makes sense
3: what are some of the red flags uh, that you're supposed to uh, detect when it comes to all that
4: I think authenticity. I think that, you know, if you see somebody who I think that time is super important, that, you know, you have to look for the results. What type of results is that coach producing? And when you, when you ask directly the coach, what results can I get if I join in this program? If they say, you know, oh, you're going to feel better. Well, that's not specific enough you're going to be more empowered. Well, what exactly does that mean? Those are not specifics. So you want to make sure that when that somebody can give you clear, hard um, outlines as to as to how your life specifically is going to change if you deep dive into their program.
3: Okay, and and also too with the social media out there, with all the self help and um, everything else, do you think that's helping um, with with um, the, tackling the issues of narcissistic abuse, imposter syndrome, and everything? Do you think that's helping it, or you think it's also like you know making it, making it worse? Social media.
4: I think the biggest problem that I'm seeing. Uh, the, let me let me say the positive first. There are so many great recovery coaches out there that they know their stuff. And if you get with the right ones, again, you're going to see that there's a history behind them. There's a following behind, an authentic following behind them. And just their their knowledge and presence online shows that they know their stuff and uh, and they're great people. I mean, when I was in my recovery, I, I followed the best of the best. And so my hat goes off to them and you know, good for them. The, with, with the word narcissism, as people don't understand that you're dealing with something that's a spectrum disorder and it's not like you either are or aren't narcissists. We all have a bit of narcissism in us at times at moments, and it's a spectrum disorder, meaning it goes from here to here and all in between people throw around the word narcissism a lot. Oh, he's a narcissist. She's a narcissist. There's a very big difference between, Somebody who's having a bad day and, and responding as a narcissist would, lacking empathy, thinking only of themselves, et cetera, et cetera, versus somebody who actually has either narcissistic characteristics or narcissistic personality disorder or on up the scale sociopath, psychopath, antisocial personality disorder
3: and can self-centered uh, be considered um narciss- narcissistic as well too to a certain extent and can narcissism uh, be overall eliminated
4: well i think that that um, at lacking empathy meaning you don't have the ability to step in somebody else's shoes is is a sign of narcissism self-centeredness Okay, they say that you know when one way to recognize a narcissist is all roads lead back to self, or all conversations lead back to to self. They you can say, oh, this is a nice glass of water, and they will say, you know, I remember the last time I had water, and I and I and I. And they can you can take any subject in the world, and somehow they'll they'll bring it on back to self. So these are all narcissistic characteristics. Let's say we are not born with narcissism. Narcissism is something that is created out of trauma. And so can it be cured? Well, honestly, it can, but it's it's very difficult to cure narcissism because it's much like any type of an addiction where in order for the addict to get well, the addict has to reach that that point where they say, you know what, I don't like the way I'm living life. I need to make some changes. And because the narcissist has such a guard up against to protect their ego, they have a hard time looking within and saying, I need to change. And Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a tough one.
3: Mm-hmm. And and of course it um also detected some of the words too in uh, the narcissistic abuse uh recovery dictionary was some of the terms was some of the um key phrases catchphrases to look for and everything from uh Dr Tracy Kimball we'll talk more about that. But first, listen to the Mike Widener Show at the MikeWidenerShow.com, powered by Sonic Grab Studios. Visit online at SonicWebStudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Studios is the answer. Sonic Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at SonicWebStudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout out to our official sponsor, The Mike Wagner Show, International war Ring author, Mia Molsonzia If you love fast paced mysteries, you love Missing by Mia Molsonzia available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. It takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Zia has got great reviews. An evil of endorsed by Howard celebrities, including Joanna Cassidy, Forbes Riley, and Menil's. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson Zia, available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, or 40 podcast platforms heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, Apple Music odyssey and also on a uh, Bit shoot and rumble make sure you subscribe along with youtube and follow us on instagram linkedin twitter TikTok, and more and facebook make sure you take us with you on any mobile device and for great gift ideas go to amazon.com check out the mike Wagner show podcast t-shirts hop sockets throw pillows tote bags hoodies makes great gifts 24 7 go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Weidner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas like uh, t shirts, pops are good phone cases, and great books like Missing Once, Wrinkles, and More, Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Zia. Check it out today and support the Mike Weidner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the Mike Show.com. We're here with author and also the founder of the Wind Foundation, um, specializing in programs, recovery, and empowerment. And also the book, uh, Narctionary, the Narcissistic Abuse uh, Recovery Dictionary. Dr. Tracy Kemble here on the Mike Weidner Show. Before we continuing with your book on Narctionary, you also, you also made a lot of accomplishments after what you went through. You became the founder of the Wynn Foundation, and also your right living uh, has been taught in 60 countries and also involved in reclaiming me. And uh, tell us about some of those. I, I think we're on mute here. Okay, we're back on. Yes. I think you, know, you got muted. It's like, uh-oh, did, did some narcissists come in and uh, try to shut you off here? Come on, what's going on?
4: <laughs> I didn't. None of that happened. So the the Wynn Foundation is a nonprofit foundation that I started in 1996. We specialize in abuse recovery. And our cornerstone project is our Reclaiming Me program. And the Reclaiming Me program is a comprehensive one-year recovery program for people who have been faced with narcissistic abuse trauma. It's as it's run through the nonprofit, it's only $10 a class to attend. So it's super affordable, which nice. was one of my, my passions. Yes. what One of my passions and one of the reasons why I did it is when I needed to, to seek help, the, the only thing that I found available was one-to-one very expensive therapy. And when you're in a state of crisis, you, you can't wait, you know, once or twice a month to, to get well, you need, um, to get, you need support as quickly as possible, and money should not stop us from getting quality support. So that's what the the foundation funds, and we've been doing it for 27 years. We have two classes a week, which is on a Wednesday night and a Thursday night. In fact, our Thursday night class is going on right now, as I speak, and uh, we have not missed a single class in 27 years.
3: Wow, that is so amazing. And of course, um, you also have the International Feminine um, Boss Academy as well and uh, Transformational Travel TV. And I think we might touch those. If not, maybe just a bit about that.
4: So the, the, the Feminine Boss Academy and Society is the part two of the empowerment journey and i what we teach at the academy is we teach we work with women and we teach women how to become our slogan is how to become the boss of your being business with f- feminine energy and so it's really about it's a it's an online educational platform that we have classes where we teach women you know how to turn their daydreams into life realities and how to operate in in a feminine energy which The feminine energy is a formula that you know. The masculine energy says to do the work, do do um, have be, do all the work, have the results, and finally you'll be that person. And the feminine energy says no. First, be that person, do the actions of that person, and have the results. So it's really about learning how to create your life and with effortless, with effortless um, energy is what we like to say. Mm -hmm. And and that's uh, the academy is uh, international. It's wonderful. We have both live events, which takes place in our transformational travel. Our next event is taking place in beautiful Greece. Nice. In September. Yes. We have about, we have women from about 30 countries all over the world attending and the, The theme of the conference is once again, discover the divine, and we spend five days and four nights in the beautiful Greek Riviera, being empowered by women from around the world and learning just magical, magical life tools to be able to create the life by design.
3: And of course, not just 30 countries, but your rate living program in 60 countries. I mean, what program do you have is doing like 90 countries, maybe 100 countries. Who knows? I mean, you got yeah. a long list of accomplishments.
4: Yeah <laughs> uh, well, at my age you you, you end up tracking up, tracking collecting lots of lots of accolades along the life journey
3: hmm Certainly didn't, too. And, of course, you also collected some um, words in your, your latest book, the Narcissistic Abuse um, Recovery Dictionary, about 350 of them. It's basically, um, yeah, there you go. You can do it all you want, by the way. I'm not going to stop you. So, if you want to show it up all you want, feel free to do so. It's like you can do whatever you want. So, it's not being self-centered. It's not being sarcastic. We want you to just Show it up all you want. I mean, you got to say that. So let's show that off here. And basically, your book documents 30 years of uh, experience in abuse recovery. beginning with your own traumatic uh, journey. Also giving voice to basically uh, crazy-making behaviors that imprison people in the cycle of narcissistic abuse. And, of course, you know, I mean, just cover a number of things. You know, various debt affairs, betrayal, chaos, and um, encounters with the Irish mafia. Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh. I like that. Manipulation. Rain for hard Yes.
4: <laughs> it was a scary time. It was it was a it was a very frightening time of my young life. And I life was brutal during that time. And, and that came that was all happened in, in my first round of recovery, I should say. And um yeah, that's found in my book, The Courage to Say No More.
3: Okay, that that was part of it too. And of course, you you went on that journey as well too. And of course, when I saw a cast with the Irish mafia, they must have had um too too much um six pack in a battalion. That's what I was more thinking of. So,
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so we got that. So and and, uh, and also just um has some words in it too. I'm trying to look through. I'm just giving you just a few of them. Like say, abuse amnesia, abuse by proxy, altruistic nar- narcissist. Gosh, I'm totally okay. tired today. Okay. Anticipate losses. Are you in bad faith? And uh, maybe just um, you know a little bit about those.
4: Well, you're in the A section, and this is an A through Z uh, dictionary. So let's see which one did you uh, abuse? Amnesia. That's a really good one. So what abuse amnesia is? It's a it's a two folded word, and in in the book I break things down. Is it is it a word of abuse? Is it a word of is it a trauma? Um, wound that results from being in an abusive relationship or is it a recovery word? So abuse amnesia actually goes to both a narcissistic abuse technique as well as, as somebody who has been traumatized by narcissistic abuse. When the narcissist uh, uses abuse amnesia. It's when they conveniently, conveniently forget the trauma that they've caused, and they're saying, "Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, that's that 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 never happened." And they gaslight you, and they they uh, they can just conveniently forget so that they don't have to take ownership of their actions. On the flip side of that, when when somebody is uh, verbally, emotionally, physically assaulted by another person. It's no different than what happens when we're in an, uh, a car accident or something. When people say, you know, do you remember the moment of impact? And people will say, no, I don't. It's because our brain, literally, when it gets uh, too frightened, will, will uh, blank things out. And it's for our, our mental survival, primarily, And so what happens to many abuse victims and it's one of the things that actually keeps them stuck in a relationship is that if you cannot remember some of the abuses, you can remember maybe the broad strokes, but because narcissistic abuse is so manipulative. Um, it you can't recall it, and then when people say, "Well, what did I do? What, what exactly did I do that felt so abusive?" and you just get this blank look on your face, and you know something bad was done, but you can't you can't recall it because of the the abuse amnesia, and that is why the many people when they seek recovery for narcissistic abuse trauma, they will go in for treatment for PTSD, post trauma stress disorder, mm-hmm. but. Narcissistic abuse victims don't have PTSD. They have something that is called CPTSD, and the treatment for that is, is different than PTSD.
3: So CPTSD. So what what exactly does that mean? CPTSD?
4: CPTSD stands for complex post-trauma stress disorder. Oh, and wow. the 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 what differentiates PTSD from CPTSD is that in PTSD for example, I, we have a friend of the family who was in the Las Vegas shootings, and after the shooting, she had very bad PTSD. She got hit by shrapnel and, and different things of that nature. On Along her recovery journey, when she was working with, with the professionals to help her get through her PTSD, if she would have an anxiety side effect or a depression side effect or a powerlessness side effect, that, that she was able to... St- stop her thoughts and the emotions going on inside of her and said, wait, I am afraid because on such and such date at such and such time, such and such person picked up a gun and shot into a crowd and I got hit by shrapnel. So there was lots of, of very tangible um, identifications that will allow you to heal Somebody who has been the victim of narcissistic abuse, again, because it's so manipulative, because they, they they punch your mind instead of punch your body, and they do it in such crazy-making ways that you're not able to pinpoint exactly where that trauma wound hurts. All you know is you hurt. All you know is you feel powerless. And so there's a very unique way of, of handling the complex, the multiple levels of assault that you have been through.
0: Mm -hmm. And
3: and also we have uh, some other words like um, altruistic uh, narcissists. I think we might have covered that anticipated losses and arguing in bad faith as well.
4: Arguing in bad faith. Yeah. Those, those are all big ones and we could, you know, spend a lifetime going through the book, but arguing in bad faith is, is a technique that the narcissist uses where, there's never any resolve to the to whatever is causing the argument. First off, it's based normally in what's called a fight over nothing that's also in the book. And a fight over nothing is just simply when the narcissist wants to pick a fight to be able to get fuel.
3: It's like yada, 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 yada like that like Seinfeld um, what was like <laughs> WWE wrestling or something.
4: Yeah. And, and, you know, the, there's never any resolve because you're really not fighting over anything. What The narcissist is looking for fuel. And if I, I tell my clients all the time, you know, they say, and we never reach any resolve. We never reach any resolve. And I say, but that's because the narcissist can't reach resolve. Because if the narcissist reaches resolve, then there might be peace. And if there's peace, then they get no fuel.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> they
4: can't have the resolve. They have to keep things in a constant chaos in order to keep themselves mentally alive.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and of course, the one thing I could think of is, uh, "Hey, hey, the Rams won Super Bowl two years ago, and then he'll um, start arguing about it." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, and I think I've some of that. What are some of the other common techniques that the uh, narcissist, narcissist uh, can use and also what is the one most not heard of that a narcissist can use?
4: Oh my goodness, that's a really good question. Um, you know, there are so many techniques in my program uh, in it, my program has six different modules in it. And the 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 second module uh, of the program is called, What Happened to Me? And in this module I identify 13 of the most common characteristics or shenanigans or abuses that the narcissist um, implements against another person, their target, and um, the side effects that it has on the victim of, of the narcissistic abuse. So, I, And that was really important because People think that they're so alone and that they're in this crazy world, but it's actually quite predictable personalities, um, behaviors that they implement. I think that I mean the the ones that many oh gosh, there's so many that that people don't know. But I think a, a big aha is more in the in the recovery journey, and there's something that is called an aftershock. And what this is 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 when somebody has been in recovery for a while, that something will happen where all of a sudden they get really set back and they can't understand why they were set back. And the reason it it's it's stemmed in the CPTSD, and it's when they're just cruising along in life, going going about their business, and then something reminds them of a of a deep rooted trauma that they haven't yet recognized and they will suddenly find themselves just slipping back into old thoughts and old behaviors. And uh, it's called an aftershock. And it stems from the word aftershock, like an earthquake, where, you know, the when an earthquake happens, that trauma, we completely understand what happened. And that's the trauma. But after an earthquake happens, there's there's for months, if not for almost up to a year, there are these small tremors that keep taking place inside of you that can uh, cause just as much damage as, as the original earthquake. And so aftershock is something that all, all victims of narcissistic abuse experience on their road to recovery.
3: Mm -hmm. and and also um what what about like say with um Alcoholics Anonymous you know how you like you know you slip back or I'm trying to think what is that word it's um oh gosh what is this like you uh, what is the name of it it's like you're you're on um a recovery and all of a sudden you fall off the wagon that's it falling off the wagon and uh when they go through abuse like that, is it possible to uh to fall off the wagon? Is that common? Or is it um something that can, you know, rare and everything like that?
4: Depends on on your personality. It depends on the levels of trauma that you've been through and how long you've been through it. Because recovery is not like a pill that you're going to take and immediately feel better. Recovery is, a, is an emotional muscle that you have to learn to use. And you have to use it again and again and again and again. And sometimes when... When we take it for granted, oh, I'm doing so, so good, uh, or we don't see the narcissist coming because they are uh, wolves and sheep's closing many times, that we will find ourselves suddenly um, uh, being, you know, feeling crazy again, or the different emotions that give you the warning sign that something wrong is happening. So it, it's an emotional muscle that, that people have to learn to practice and practice and practice. And then you finally get good at protecting yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and also, uh, and then how can people, I um, mean, you know, you know, recover and everything. Where can people find more information, classes and everything else? Where can we find all your other works at?
4: Oh, thank you very much for asking that. So a couple of things. First off, you can find me on Instagram um, at Dr. Tracy Kemble and it's K-E-M-B-L-E. My program is called Reclaiming Me and you can go to my website. It's drtracy.tv and that's Tracy with a Y. And underneath there, you'll see the programs and you can learn about our Reclaiming Me program. Anybody who comes as a first-timer is our first-time guest. You can come check us out and see how safe and wonderful the, the classes are and the community and the privacy and all the different things that is required to properly heal. And then after that, it's only $10 a week. Or if you want to join us in the beautiful Greek Riviera and dance with the divine queens come join us there and I'll <laughs>
3: where you are on your journey of recovery Ah, uh, we're certainly looking forward to that what's come up for uh, dr tracy Kemble of Nuctionary, the narcissistic abuse recovery dictionary we'll find out in just one minute you listen to the mike Wagner show at the mike powered by Soundcrab studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the mike Wagner show international warring author Mia and the Abyssing. we'll be back with author dr tracy Kemble of noxionary
0: after this time, the Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios.
1: He is the author of Missing, and I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.
3: Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with author Dr. Tracy Kemble of the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Dictionary here on the Mike Wagner show. We covered a few words and um also else talked about um some of the things she went through, the programs and everything. And what else can we expect from you in 2023 20, and beyond, Dr. Tracy?
4: Oh, well, my, my heart and passion right now is we are gearing up to start our own podcast. This is something that people have been asking me to do for years and years, and I'm my schedule is finally opening up, and we're going to be taking a lot of this information and getting it out there in a whole new genre. We are going to be having more live conferences because, you know, after COVID, I just think it's so important that people actually physically connect with one another. So we're going old school style. And we're getting together in in groups, uh, both locally as well as internationally, and so that's what you're going to see. And I have I have another book that's coming out at the end of the year, which I'm really excited about. That's called uh, "Miraculous Manifesting," and it's all about learning how to use the the power of thoughts and energy, and combined with a certain tools and behaviors to make your life happen by design quickly.
3: Mm, Certainly looking forward to that. And who do you consider biggest influence in your career?
4: Who's my biggest influence? Well, you know, my biggest, I, I, I did something early on in my career that I recommend everyone to do. And that is, I've always had a mentor and there are people that you wouldn't know, but there are people who took me under their wing and guided and directed me uh, to like just how to do life. I mean, we don't know what we don't know. And so my my biggest influencers in my life as far as a career are the the handful of mentors that I have learned under.
3: Mm, Certainly indeed as well. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point?
4: Self-love must be a non-negotiable.
3: Hmm. I like that one. We'll keep that in mind here. Once again, we're with author, Dr. Tracy Kimball of, uh, NARCTIONARY, the Narcissistic Abuse, uh, Recovery Dictionary. So I was founded the Wynn Foundation on the Mike Weiner Show. Dr. Tracy, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. learned a lot. Looking forward to having you again soon. us Get... What's your website? How do people contact you? What can people purchase or check out your works, especially your new book?
4: Amazon.com, NARCTIONARY. That's where they can find the the new book.
3: Okay, and uh, show us the book again.
4: This is the the book, Narctionary: The Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Dictionary. It has over three hundred and fifty words and terms related to narcissistic abuse, narcissistic trauma, and most important, narcissistic recovery.
3: And once again, what's the website they can find you at?
4: Dr. Tracy.
3: TV. We will certainly check that out. Once again, Dr. Tracy, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love, happy back. Wish you all the best. And Dr. Tracy. You definitely have a great feature I have of you.
4: Thank you.
0: The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project.
2: Thanks for listening to the Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen-Zia of Missing and powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at theMikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening.